it's time to stop thinking about the political calculations of things and start doing the right thing. And the right thing right now is to impeach. Right now. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio. Trumpian place in New York City elected a Democrat. Don't try to tell me it wasn't a wave. Robert Mueller isn't the only person investigating Trump now. We have the House Intel Committee is now chaired by Adam Schiff and they have subpoena power. And he will use it. And he will get to the bottom of this. Like he's been trying to do for the last two years, and Devin Nunes has been stymieing him. Devin Nunes is no longer the chairman. The midnight runs to the White House are over. I made a promise to the listeners of East Coast Radio that if the Democrats did not mess up November, that if November 6th went our way, that we would have a little fun here on East Coast Radio. And if you stay tuned, I promise you this. Along with our fighting fascism and trying to save democracy, we will have a little fun. Because we earned it. Keep it locked to East Coast Radio. Remember, we got dies in your house at the end of the week. We got the Jay Parks podcast at the beginning of the week. Every week, East Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Get us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash jporks, and follow us on Twitter at Least Coast Radio. Let's punch fascism in the face, one podcast at a time. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is the weekend. We are back with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House, exclusively on Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. What we do here on Least Coast Radio is fight fascism one podcast at a time by using our voices. That's That's the best weapon we've got. And, you know, hey, Alexa, tell us a little bit about fascism. Fascism, the radical far-right authoritarian nationalist political ideology. Yeah, we're, we're not, we don't want that in our country. So we had to stop it. So what I did was I started a podcast. Well, I had a podcast before fascism started to rise. But actually, 
we're gonna switch the music because I got a little. We're gonna talk about the future of Least Coast Radio right now. So just let me let's let's change over to the from Fifty Cent here and let's get to something a little more somber. Okay. Anyway, so as you know, here on Least Coast Radio. Here on Least Coast Radio, originally, my first podcast was the Jay Porks podcast. And we did that once a week. And then we got a second podcast because things were getting too crazy that I was being usurped by the news cycle. So we turned Dies in Your House into a little pre-show, little post-show, you know, prelude to the Jay Porks podcast. That's what we did. And, you know... I like, I, I like to rant. I have things to rant about all the time, so it was good having two podcasts. Unfortunately, this is where the Jay Porks podcast comes to a pause, and it goes on an indefinite hiatus, as I am not finding the time anymore. I mean, listen, it's not about I'm not finding the time. Truth be told... I've got a lot of things going on in my life right now, and none of them are good. A couple of them are good, but none of them are really good. It's tough to say. Just, I'm battling a lot of things. I'm up against it. And the best way for me to... Br I'd rather bring you one good podcast a week than two lazy podcasts a, a week. So, that's what we're going to have now. Now, on the weekend... We are going to be getting episodes of Dies in Your House. Now, Dies in Your House is usually shorter. It's usually 20 minutes. That's, you know, we'll go over 20 minutes. We will make sure that we feed your need. Don't worry. We're going to... But the Jay Porks podcast, as of right now, as of today, March 2nd, going on hiatus from episode 263. Was it 263? 262? And we hope that the future brings us fruitful prosperity and the ability to record a 90-minute podcast along with this podcast. But And after listening to Bagman, the Rachel Maddow podcast, those episodes were all less than, most of them were less than a half hour. I ran through that entirety, the entire series in one day. So I figure if there was a choice between Dies in Your House, Jay Pork's podcast, I'm going to go with the shorter, more palatable one to try to bring you what I can bring you. I know this is disappointing exactly none of you, but I just thought that when you're looking at the Apple podcasts, wondering where the Jay Pork's podcast is, just know that, you know, I had to. It had to be indefinitely hiatus because my mental health, my financial situation. And listen, I'm not here saying go to Patreon and I'll start the J and I'll be able to do it. I, it's becoming, I can't bring you inside my life, you know, as much as I try, I can't. So all I can tell you is that things will get better, but right now. For me, I'm really, it's like the Lego movie, you know? Sometimes you gotta break things down to 
to build them up better. And right now, I am broken. But anyhow, enough about me. Let's get back to the to the thing at hand here. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Alright. So anyway, without further ado, now that I told you what we're looking forward to the future, so dies in your house on the weekend. Helps me get the new cycle better. I don't have to get out in front of it or get behind it. Let's talk about the, the big thing that happened this week was the Michael Cohen testimony. And yes, I know that there are a lot of things that Michael Cohen said that we already knew. But it's different when you read something in the Washington Post than if you read something, the transcript from Congress. Michael Cohen said to the Republicans, I'm here because I was just like you. I protected Trump. Not one Republican, I'm jumping right into this. Not one, I'm not going to, you know, listen, this is, not one Republican on that committee defended Trump. Yet, they attacked the credibility of Michael Cohen, who they kept calling a liar. Spoiler, he's a liar. Like, he lied to Congress, and he's going to jail for that. Now, why somebody would lie to Congress, get convicted for lying to Congress, be going to jail for lying to Congress, and then say, yo, Congress, I got a couple more lies I want to tell. Elijah Cummins said he would nail him to the cross if he lied. Now, here I thought it was just, you know, an, a five-year felony if you lied to Congress. I didn't know that we were in biblical times and nailing people to the cross. No, but in all seriousness, Elijah Cummins did a fantastic job. I was at work, air, air quotes work, with my cousin. I was trying to keep up with the with the hearings on Twitter, and I will tell you what I what I got. I got I got to see Dr. Dana Grayson behind Michael Cohen. Flipping a hair, making faces, reacting. I loved it. I was like, wait a second. Because I was looking for like Alyssa Milano or some other odd person to be back. Like, not odd, but like, it was just weird that Alyssa Milano was at the Kavanaugh hearings, you know? You got Mark Meadows has somebody standing behind him with a picture of Michael Cohen and it says, this is creative. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just... It's poetic almost, right? What is that, a limerick? Oh, my God. So they all went down the line, and Michael Cohen will be like, Yeah, I paid... I paid... Trump paid for a check. Trump signed a check to pay this porn star to shut her up. You paid a porn star? At the direction of Trump. How can we believe you? You're a liar. Because I got the checks right here. Those checks could be forged. Oh my god. No, they can't because... Well, they... Technically, any anything could be forged, but... See that stupid Sharpie signature on the check? 
That stupid Sharpie does him in. Like, come on, man. I'm surprised. I'd be surprised. It's not gold, Sharpie? Clown. So Michael Cohen sat in front of Congress from 10 a.m. to like 5 or 6. And Elijah Cummins did a fantastic job keeping everyone at bay and not letting it run amok like the Republicans did. The, the thing is, like, people like Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows, these people were, they kept getting up and they kept saying, you know, can you believe that this is the first hearing that the 116th Congress that the Oversight Committee is holding? Can you believe it? Actually, I, I can't believe it because it's not true. They had the drug manufacturers there. They had an opioid committee. And I'm, I know that there was another committee there. This is at at the very earliest, the third. Also, we spent two years... See, oversight. The oversight committee. What that means is they look into corruption in the administration. Or as we call it, the rising fascist regime. Now, the oversight committee is allow is supposed to have people in, government officials, and question them about what they're do government officials, drug company, whatever. They're supposed to have these people in and say, hey, what's up with that? You know? That's what the oversight committee does. The oversight committee calling in Michael Cohen to find out exactly what's been going on with these Trump crimes is not a reach at all, and it's less of a reach than having Hillary Clinton 10-hour testimonies. About emails and Benghazi. Remember that? Republicans are so quick to forget. And you know what? Firebrand. Firebrand alert. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. There it is. There's the mention of her. I have to mention her. One day. One every podcast. I have to. Because that's, that's 2019 now, right? We have to mention AOC. Anyway. She had a great line of questioning, which seems simple at the time, but it actually set up having other people, like, she was like, who else would know about this? And then he named the people, and now that's on the record. Matthew Calamari, Alan Weisselberg, Alan Weisselberg is coming in to talk to the committee. Now, there have been reports... And I might have said this on a previous podcast. That Alan Weisselberg was given immunity for his cooperation. That's not actually what it was. Alan Weisselberg was called into a, a grand jury. I'm, I'm off the top of my head. I'm not sure if it's Kavanaugh or uh, not Kavanaugh. Not sure if it's a grand jury or SD, if it's SDNY, if it's Mueller, if it's whatever. But Alan Weisselberg was called in front of the grand jury and given immunity for his testimony on that day. So, like, they called him in and they said, okay, tell us everything and you won't be charged. But, like, it's not like he is working with prosecutors ongoingly, you know, digging up bodies. But he knows where they're buried. He's the chief financial officer of a organization that does nothing but fraud financial institutions. So we are good... When Alan Weisselberg comes in front of the committee, we are going to learn some things. Don Jr. Do you notice that nobody wants to talk... Mueller doesn't want to talk to Don Jr. 
the intel committees don't want to talk to John Jr. Why does it anyone? I mean, I, I get it why they wouldn't want to talk to. I don't want to talk to the guy either. I don't even want to see people retweeting him and making fun of him because then I have to read his tweet with his Ted Cruz beard. What is that? Also, Cohen said that that uh, Trump said that his son is that Don Jr. is like the worst judge of like talent or something and. And, like, uh, he would never trust him to set up his own meeting or something. So now that's Michael Cohen and Steve Bannon both saying that, you know, those Jumos went up to talk to Trump. Like, there's no way that the Russians came to Trump Tower and didn't talk to Trump. This is... Two years ago, I read a thread from Eric Garland, who is, you know... Sometimes he says, he tweets things in a tone that may make you believe that he's a little out there. But you know what? Benjamin Netanyahu is going to get indicted? And I got that from Eric Garland two years ago. I'm not saying that, that it wasn't a known fact that the Israeli prime minister was a criminal. But we can indict prime ministers, right? Anyway, Eric Garland was in his game theory thread. I'm not sure if it was a game theory thread or if it was game theory revisited. Anyway. This world mafia that we got. Like, the authoritarian dictators and their mob tactics. It's coming to an end. The mafia is down to its last breed. Trump could pretend that his little organization is mafia-like. But if you ask people that have worked there and know him, Donnie Deutsch or whatever, you, you hear... It's a mom-and-pop shop. You look at these guys, you walk in the room and you say... These are the guys? These can't be the guys. Right? I mean... So... All of what Michael Cohen said needs to be... It's basically... I know I'm repeating... Uh, local news here. It is a roadmap. We spent two years... Of the Republicans looking the other way... Of all of Trump's crime. Now we have... I'm not talking about fraud in the 90s I'm talking about signed checks from the Oval Office I'm talking hush money payments signed in the Oval Office sent out mailed through the White House mailing system like this was okay like it's okay to pay women to be quiet Now, why do I think Cohen was telling the truth after lying to Congress? Well, because they asked him if he knows about any abortions, and he said no. They asked him if he knows about uh, Trump hitting Melania. He says he doesn't. He he knows that he doesn't think Trump would hit Melania. He exonerated Trump on a lot of things. Also, not a lot of things, a couple of things. But also, a lot of questions ended with this. Well. I can't really answer that question because there's still an ongoing investigation with the Southern District of New York happening, and I don't want to interfere with that. They told me not to talk about that. So, Michael Cohen is over here painting a roadmap, and the House Oversight Committee has a job to investigate. And meanwhile, the Intel Committee, Adam Schiff-led Intel Committee, is, you know, that most of their hearings are going to be behind closed doors. I know that, because it's Intel. But he, Michael Cohen, was there the day at Wednesday was his public testimony. He met with the Intel Committee on Thursday. Then Lanny Davis, his legal advisor, 
was uh, saying that he's coming back. Michael Collins come back Wednesday because he had some game-changing information that he gave them. I mean, is it? Did he just find the information? What was he sitting on it? I want to know about client number three. I want Hannity to go down. Now, if you you follow Greg Oliar on Twitter, and if you listen to my interview with him, which came out on the Jay Porks podcast, which is now on hiatus, you would know, you would, you would be thinking the same thing. You'd be thinking, Hannity? This guy is, this guy is culpable. So he's either going to find himself without a job, like all these Fox News anchors that, that dove into bed with Trump, they're going to find, they're going to find themselves without a job, they're going to find themselves asking Alex Jones if they could host a show on Infowars, and they're going to be slinging freaking, they're going to be slinging, uh, you know, energy pills or whatever, you know. Tiger semen on uh on Alex Jones on the Infowars website or whatever to make money, like I'm hawking doodles on Patreon. What a life! So the Democrats having control of the House. This is exactly what we wanted to do. We want to investigate Trump, not because we hate him. Oh my God, we don't like that guy. No, we inv- This is what Congress does. They investigate. Like Elijah Cummins says, it's time to get back to normal. We're done with this. And I know that the Republic no Republicans came out and actually like chastised Trump. You know, and nobody defended him. I understand that nobody said, Are you saying that Trump signed it? Nobody said that, and that might be a step. But if you are reading tweets from the CPAC convention, you know that there's still a cesspool of ignorance out there. Man was reading Molly Jung Fast. She had a thread. She was at CPAC, or as she was calling it, the bad place. <laughs> and, uh, man, it was bad. Mike Lindell, my pillow guy, gets on stage and was talking about how Trump was sent here from God. He also said that he didn't follow politics until Trump. Well, man, that's the whole point. That's the whole problem. And your pillow smells. That's not hyperbole. I'm not trying to say like it sucks. Your pillow has a scent to it that nobody can get rid of, no matter how many times you wash it. But if you notice in the Trump era, that my my pillow guy, that Mike Lindell, he's got his little crucifix hanging out of his shirt. It hangs at, it hangs lower than it did before. It used to just pop out. Now it's got he's out. Like next day he's gonna look like a rapper. You know he's gonna have three of them hanging off. You know iced out. So we're going to follow the roadmap. We're going to follow the breadcrumbs that Michael Cohen left us. And even though we know that Michael Cohen was Trump's fixer and we, we've we read about all this stuff, still shocking to see it all happen, all play out in front of us. And listen, the committee's going to call Alan Weisselberg. And is Alan Weisselberg going to get immunity? Because is he just going to get up there and implicate Trump in crimes? Is Alan Weisselberg somebody that is, air quotes, loyal? Or is he just the money guy? 
either way, he's gonna we're gonna find out fairly soon. And uh, Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. We'll see you before the oversight committee. And I'm just saying this because, listen, Ivanka Trump the other day said nobody wants to be given a job. They want to work for what they earn. First of all, that's not accurate. If you polled the entire world and uh, just America, if you polled America and you told them, hey, you can get money without working, or you have to go to work. Everybody's going to choose not working. So, there's maybe a couple of people who enjoy challenges in life, you know, would enjoy, you know, but if there's a choice between giving something and earning something, I'd rather be given it. I'm an American and I'm lazy, and that's how it works. Now, Ivanka Trump sitting there saying stuff like that, this chick was born on third and thinks she hit a triple. You know what I'm I mean? Like, that's... When you see her talk... Like, she's a senior advisor. What does she advise? What does she do besides get patents from China? <laughs> which I thought was tariffed, by the way. Which I thought we had tariffs on, but whatever. She's still getting patents. But for all Ivanka Trump's privilege... First of all, like, did she apply for the White House job? Did she work for it? Or was she given it by her daddy? Now, for all the privilege Ivanka Trump brings to the room, we need her to... We, you need to sit her there Hillary Clinton style for 11 hours. You need to. Just because that, that's, that's what we... This is what... I know that it's not supposed to be tick for tat, but the reason why Republicans win elections is because they they tick for tat. <laughs> Anything you could do, I could do better. That's what the Republicans do. The Democrats sit here and we argue ideologies and stuff like that. Like right now, I bet there are there are Democrats in the House that are saying to themselves, "Listen, why don't we hold off on impeachment because we can impeach during re-election season and cripple them." That's a political calculation. I don't want to do political calculations. This guy committed crimes in the office. Needs to go needs to be out. That's it. Impeached. Now. It needs to happen. There's nothing there's nothing left. There's no oh, did he commit crimes? Oh, oh, Michael Cohen didn't say anything about Russia. First of all, yes he did. Second of all, there's a lot of stuff about Russia he can't talk about. Third of all, put Russia aside. We've got crimes. Kushner doesn't have a Kushner didn't get a security clearance until Trump was like, give him a security clearance. Elijah Cummins wants to know about that. Abby Lowell, Kushner's attorney, put out a statement last night, which was very interesting because it read that first Abby Lowell put out a statement that said we were not aware of Trump reaching out and assisting in the in the um, security clearance process then a statement from Abby Lowell's spokesperson made sure to say Abby Lowell was not aware 
of anything anything like this that was going on. So, listen, man. You could have all the high-powered attorneys you want. You have the highest of high-powered attorneys. That attorney could fire you. Could leave you. That attorney could be like, listen, you're going to get me thrown in jail, and I'm not about that life. And that might be what Abby Lowell's setting up to do. Either way. We have impeachable crimes that are on the record in front of the House Oversight Committee. We need to start... We need to lay it out and then get these articles of impeachment going. Not for a political reason, but because people get impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors. We have campaign finance violations. We have making money off foreign governments. And listen, man. And what does it say? That Trump goes to Russia, believes Putin. Goes to, it wasn't North Korea, it was Vietnam. Goes to meet with Kim Jong-un. Freaking, uh, he believes him. Says North Korea's a thriving, North Korea's got some nice beaches. Wait, you want to put some hotels there? You can go do that now. You can just resign? And go build hotels. Another thing Michael Cohen said to us, which was something that was confirmed, that we all thought, you know, that we needed to hear somebody who knows who was in the room say. Now, Michael Cohen said, they said, why would Trump continue to work on Trump Moscow if he was running? And then... Michael Cohen said it plainly. He said, well, Mr. Cohen, Mr. Trump never had any intention on winning. The goal was to set up to run and to set up to make money after he lost. Nobody was prepared for him winning, including the country, including the Justice Department. Nobody was ready for him winning. So now, he's in a position where he was, he spent those first, those couple months trying to figure out how he can still make money. And listen, Trump, I'm, free advice, me to you, okay? Trump, you listening? Trump, let me tell you something. You are an old man now. The only way you can cozy up to these dictators in foreign countries and build hotels and actually get to see them and reap the benefits of it is if you get out of office now because if you wait and you run in 2020 you might accidentally win again and if you accidentally win again you're not gonna be able to make any money and we all know that Trump cares more about money than he does America so let's not pretend that one of these things is not like the other what we have here is a lot of impeachable offenses here. We got paid off porn stars. Saudi Arabia. Jamal Khashoggi was, was taken apart with a bone saw. 
okay? Trump says he believes MBS. He believes the crown prince. All of these dictators that Trump cozies up to, that's not good for America. That's bad for America. That's not America first. Oh, what makes you believe? North Korea doesn't have the... They can't reach us with a missile. Yes, they could. Says who? Putin told me. This fucking guy. <laughs> I mean, really. You can't make it up. You can't make it up, so I choose not to make it up. I just tell you what I see. And it's getting frustrating. And it's getting... It's... We need to impeach. Because impeachment... I know Senate. the Senate doesn't have the votes to convict. Well, if... Let's just... Let me start that again. Right now, the, the Republicans have the majority in the Senate, right? If Republicans were presented with these articles of impeachment that show the crimes and it passed the House... The Senate would have no choice but to debate it. I'm not saying what they'll vote for, but there's a discovery process because it's a trial in the Senate. It's an actual trial, from what I understand. And a trial contains what? Discovery. So right now, Trump is mad about all the investigations that are going on into him. But if he was impeached, he would need all. Everything would be scoped everything so does he want that or does he really want to keep his finances hidden from the American people because if he does I got an idea for him resign resign save yourself if anyone listens to the Bagman podcast If anyone's listening to the Bagman podcast, you could... I mean, they had a situation there where Spiro Agnew needed to be removed from office from the vice presidency because they had a criminal in the White House. Well, we got that now. And you know what we also got? Mike Pence hired Paul Manafort. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Reverse that. Paul Manafort picked Mike Pence. As the Veep. Paul Manafort was the campaign chair at the time. He actually made sure Trump's plane stayed grounded in Indiana for an extra day because of repairs to get Pence on board. What does that tell me? That tells me Pence is dirty too. That tells me that they both gotta leave. So I think... I think that they need to leave. They need to be impeached. And people can't look at Democrats going to impeach Trump as some, you know, we're mad about the election thing. Hillary Clinton's over. No one's, you know, we're, the reason we keep talking about Russia is because our government is choosing not to do anything about Russia. That's why. We have taken no steps to stop it. There are no committees on cyber warfare. That's not a thing. I don't know why. Maybe because half the Republican Party is owned by Moscow. If it was half, that'd be a beatable number. 
Anyhow. So that's where we are, man. And if you're if you got a day, you should watch the highlights of the Michael Cohen testimony. It's real it's good stuff. Really lays a, lays a, I hate to keep saying what I hear on TV. It lays a roadmap as to where the impeachable fences come in. Hush money payments. We got making money off foreign governments. We got security clearance, like security clearance, national security thing issues going on. We got Trump listening to Kim and Putin and Sean Hannity rather than listening to the American people. It's sad. It's sad. And it puts our country in a tough spot. And we really need to have the balls to impeach this motherfucker. Impeach the motherfucker! I'm as sure that we need to impeach the motherfucker as sure as I am that Mark Meadows actually brought a black person as a prop to say that he's not racist. Or to say that Trump's not racist. I'm glad Rashida Tlaib smacked you down, though. Clown. Mark Meadows is like, my, my daughters are married to colored people. <laughs> Dude, relax, man. She didn't say you were racist. She said anybody that would do what you just did is racist. There's a difference. It's a crazy marathon hearing, man. And a big thing was when Cohen was talking about how I protected Trump for this long and look what happened to me. This is what's going to happen to you. All of you. He also had an interesting said if there's a in 2020 he doesn't believe that there'll be a peaceful transition of power. That's scary coming from somebody that's known Trump for 10 years. Do you mean he's not going to leave? So I still as I have I think for a year now and you should follow go follow Greg Oliar on Twitter I still subscribe to his theory Greg Oliar's theory is that once there once impeachment passes the house this fucker will resign to avoid discovery because there's a lot of embarrassing things that could come up in discovery and he's not into that Greg Oliar's written books I have not so I'm gonna take his word for it and he was nice enough to come on my podcast okay so this is weird because we're coming to the end of the epi- of an episode of Dies in Your House and we are not going to be coming back on Sunday with an episode of the Jay Porks podcast because the Jay Porks podcast is on hiatus and it will be on hiatus until we figure out a better way to bring it to you and we figure out exact and we fix this sad little life that I'm living right now. My mental health state is not good. All I got is the podcast. So I figured instead of doing two okay podcasts, I'd rather put it all into one. So that's why Dies in Your House will now be going longer. But it's still going to be the same. No cuts, no bullcrap, and we got background music. So every weekend, keep it locked to Dies in Your House exclusively on Least Coast Radio. Till next week. Resist, remove, 
and fight for recreational. Late.